One of the definitions given for disagreement is defined as a failure or refusal to agree or a conflict or difference of opinion. Most of us know what that means, but far fewer of us know how to effectively and tolerantly deal with the variance of consequences or repercussions that these resulting disagreements can produce. Our ability to tolerate these differences of opinions voiced and visualized or demonstrated by others, and the ability of others to tolerate our opinions that are voiced and visualized or demonstrated by ourselves, that differ from theirs, has a wide scope of variance, on both sides of conflicting opinions. What used to be viewed as the norm by the greater percentage of our population, is no longer viewed as the norm by the greater percentage of our population, and what used to be viewed as being outside of the norm, is now being viewed as the norm, by the greater percentage of our population. In short, the collective majority values of our populations are changing from what they previously were. The unchecked realities of humanistic greed, and me first in all of its various forms, along with corresponding disregard and disrespect for others, is coming home to roost. Subjective humanistic values are quickly overtaking what used to be considered by a larger percentage of our population, as our objective humanistic values, and the result is increased discord, contention, and division and in my opinion, this isn't good, but there are some who would say otherwise. Understanding the logic or thinking being utilized behind a disagreement does not necessarily mean that we are in agreement with the logic, hence the source of the difference of opinions. Our understanding does not automatically or necessarily equate to agreement. I may understand your logic but not agree with it, and likewise you may understand my logic but not necessarily agree with it. In short, it can go both ways for both opposing opinions. Understanding the logical source is pivotal, if it correlates with objective truth. Objective truth being the most difficult to discern and come to agreement with others on. Subjective truth can tend to destroy our collective unity, whereas objective truth can tend to bind us more collectively together. Although not new, we have all witnessed a rampant increase in subjective truth being voiced by a greater percentage of our populations as of late. What is recognized as objective truth and what is recognized as subjective truth is also pivotal. None of this is new, history records the continual shifting acceptance or rejection of recognized objective truth. What is new is the magnitude and significance of the shifting changes taking place, and the converging ramifications. The deciding factor in our logic, as I see it, according to my objective truth, has to do with the acceptance of what is light versus the acceptance of what is darkness. Jesus, as the personification of God the Father, is that light in the thinking of materialistic humanity as the darkness. Jesus is the way. The deciding objective truth, is our belief in God and our acceptance or rejection of, who Jesus is and all of what He has said, all of which comes directly from God the Father. Jesus is the truth. And the deciding reality behind this logic, is that this world and life that we have been given, is not all that there is. Jesus is the life everlasting. There will always be contention or differences of opinion between those who follow Jesus and those who follow the ways of this world. We are to be in the world but not of the world. There is only one way. There is only one truth. There is only one life. John 14 Nasp encapsulates the witness of Jesus, spoken to us, from God the Father. Read through the whole chapter and really grasp all that Jesus says. When Jesus says in John 14 6, I am the way, and the truth, and the life, no one comes to the Father except through me, that no one is all-inclusive. And because it is all-inclusive, it will cause discord, disharmony and disagreement. There can be no other way, because Jesus is the light of God and He and He alone died for our sins on the cross and rose again from the dead to demonstrate our acceptance and justification in Him, by God the Father, and that which opposes this reality accomplished in Jesus, is the darkness of this world. Listen carefully to what Jesus says as recorded in Luke 1249 49-53 Nasp, I have come to cast fire upon the earth, and how I wish it were already kindled. 
but I have a baptism to undergo, and how distressed I am until it is accomplished. Do you think that I came to provide peace on earth? No, I tell you, but rather division, for from now on five members in one household will be divided, three against two and two against three. They will be divided, father against son and son against father, mother against daughter and daughter against mother, mother-in-law against daughter-in-law and daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. Emphasis is mine. Until Jesus returns, this is the ongoing reality. And in the interim, to those of us who trust and believe in Jesus, we all would do well to heed the direction given to us by Jesus when He said in Matthew 22 37-40 Nasp, and He said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the great and foremost commandment. The second is like it, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Upon these two commandments hang the whole law and the prophets. And as in accordance with what the Apostle Paul gave us in Romans 12:18, Nasp, if possible, so far as it depends on you, be at peace with all people. Understand division and disagreements for what they are and work in accordance with the whole counsel of God's holy word guidance, and if possible, so far as it depends on you, to be at peace with all people. Worthy is the Lamb. Blessings.